Training. And this is Randy's number one Andy, a songwriter full of comedy, got the tablet handy. Andy Klein, Mr. On Time, slinging punchlines from the cut, walking a straight line. Then the thriller, Mr. Tim Miller, crowd killer, say hold up, he's probably not here, out trying to raise his daughter. So we'll just tune in to 3SPN, from the side of the nation, let the party begin. Pop-Pop, Petey, Romain, top of the list, J.L. Chadwick, the black eye who tips, might be waxing philosophical or talking bullshit, might be just trying to help you get a nice pink young bitch, you have an opinion, let's hear it, do it proper, the world may suck, but I like it, I want you, Facebook, email, tweet us, get out your closet if you're dropping our names, now let's come together, there's nothing else to say, let's start the show, Randolph hit him with the, hey, 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 what's up with you? Randolph Terrence here. We need that intro song longer. We I'm Andy Klein. A little bit. We a gotta see it. Maybe we'll see if they more. can get us a longer outro. Well, maybe just an intro. Maybe just the instrumental. That's what I'm saying. Like just another minute of that. Put that behind it. I'm gonna tell Chad. Just that. Just that music. Chad, get back in the lab. Yeah. Uh, just, but, uh, just I'm that Petey music. Steel and yeah. I prove that yeah, song. Petey I'll is tell here you with what, us. baby. That was hype, and I like the shout out. Thanks to whoever. Yeah, that was Chad Heft that wrote it. Yes, he wrote it. Okay, he wrote it. Um, he didn't rap on it. No, I know. Dustin Chalafo rapped on it. Yeah, and uh, Wayne Beats Did made the beats. That was hype. Yeah, the beats. I like the little Beastie Boys thing as you're doing Michael Diamond. Yeah, yeah, that was hype. A lot of layers. A lot of layers there. Yeah. We've been waiting on you. Yeah, Petey. Yeah, you, you, I know. I'm gonna I'm get y'all. I'm gonna get y'all. I've been busy, man. I'm gonna. I'm 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 waiting well, on you. Now that you've heard what the competition has to offer. Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. I'm very scared. And that's the second one right there. Well, I talked to my man Steve Bills. Uh, he's from the Chrome Bills podcast, and he did the mix down for the Sports Junkies little anniversary song yeah. they did yeah, the yeah, other day, that. and that was like 20 hours of mixing. He told me he'd do it for a buck fifty. Okay. Mix the beat down and I'll spit some wildfire. You mean one hundred fifty dollars? Yes, I do. Okay, that's I, I I don't want you spending money. We really don't yeah. want the simpler the simpler the better. I mean, we can do a gorilla style. Just find a fucking yeah. instrumental somewhere. I'll just and, grab that thing from that guy from what Sweden, uh, England. England, passion high five. Get one of his uh, yeah, beats. One of his beats yeah. You know, I'm just speaking of that gorilla. He's got, he's got mixtapes. Gorilla so style. I'm watching a movie right now. Or beat tapes. I, I mean, find it, Mark Ruffalo. They're watching a movie during the podcast? And Kieran, yes, right during the podcast. What was the name of that movie they were in? Brave New World. Was that it? No, I was just saying, like, watching a movie where you It's called Begin Again. It got 82% on Rotten Tomatoes, Mm. which means nothing to me. I don't even understand how Rotten Tomatoes works, to tell you the truth. It's simple. I guess the higher the number, the better it is. Well, yeah, they're tomato meter. (laughs) It just aggregates a lot of scores from critics. Yeah, and you know the more the the higher sort of average means more critics liked it. Yeah, and then there's the critic score and also the basically the civilian, yeah, the civilian score. score. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes they're a lot of times they're close, but sometimes they're way different. Yeah, like critics will hate something and people will love it or vice sure. versa. So 
I, I go by the tomato meter. I think 95% of the time, my tomato meter is satisfied with well, their tomato meter. Yeah. This movie got my attention. I came in kind of in the middle of it. It's called Begin Again with uh, Kira Knightley and Mark Ruffalo. I'm more of a Mark Ruffalo fan than I'm a Kira Knightley fan. Let me just say that. She's okay. beautiful. Uh, I don't I don't think so, but okay. <laughs> She's dope. I like her. Um, She's so beautiful. He is, a, and, and, and is, by the thing, a disgraced music executive who's helping her cut her first album. So the oh, thing she's is gonna, that, are they going to learn from each other? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> a complex, life-changing relationship oh. forms between a talented songbird and a disgraced music executive. I thought I knew everything well, there was the about music. That were, the people that were in it caught my, met you. caught my eye. It was uh, Yasin Bey is in it. All right. Who plays his partner that they started a label together? Oh, that man. Yeah. And for those who aren't in the are in the know, Yasin Bey is uh, most deaf. Most deaf. He's in it. Black Dante. Uh, Black Dante, um, he's in it. Uh, uh, CeeLo's in it, uh, and a couple other musicians are in it because this guy. Where it's set in the the New York that I like, the uh, not the glamoury, not even glamoury, just not the middle class part of New York, the up top. It's mm-hmm. more the under part of New York. Not even the under under part, just regular like Inwood or Wash Heights. Shit, or New York. And it's all over inside of Manhattan, just regular shit. Pope like, of Greenwich like Village. Top five, type. top five in uh, yeah, Pope of Greenwich Village, top five. Um uh Birdman. I uh, like those parts of New York. Yeah. Just just New York. I don't like everything's in Manhattan in a movie or or well, Birdman we're out was on Long Broadway. Island. Yeah, well, but it's it's yeah, it's grit. It's yeah. there's the one time he pops out on Broadway, he's walking around in his drawers. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is not unusual. Yeah, not unusual for on Broadway, Broadway, tell yeah. you the truth. But like the no like crowds the bars they went to were little <laughs> little off the way bars. They're out back behind the theater in the alley. I like shit like that. Little yeah. Italian bars where they have like groups of loyalists that only go to that one bar. Right. Even right. though there's one just like it a half a block away. So you like the New York where people are shitting. Not just the not, part where people not, are only pissing. Not quite yeah. that much. Yeah. I don't want to see the shitting. Right, but it's but, it's there. But That's it's around. People, yeah. I want to see old Alphabet City. And Some of those, like, like the I Upper like West Side, shit. like, all they're doing is pissing up there. You yeah. know, that's, that's who cares? Yeah, yeah, I lived on the Upper West. I love it up there. Fucking 110th Amsterdam, Cunado's Deli. All the you know Dominicans had come out, put a couch out there, start cooking up some shit and playing stickball. I fuck with that stuff. So yeah, you know, that's 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 not the Upper West. I'm talking about like we're talking about white Upper like West. 75th, oh, 85th, and 75 to the 80s. You know, oh, 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 this see. is before wealthy white children. Yeah, this is this going is to prep schools. Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> this is before you get the Dominicans. Yeah, this, yeah, is, right. this is pre-American psycho. Right, yeah, right, right, <laughs> right, <laughs> yeah. Right, so this movie had has that, and they see, people and are the, just jizzing. All in over the, the gorilla place. stuff, they made a gorilla recording studio right. for her. Just put it in the back of a car, right? And would just go places and record. Yeah, they you couldn't do afford, that now. They couldn't record studio. They couldn't afford studio time at all. So he needed musicians. So he wouldn't got. He wanted certain sounds as a producer. He wanted a, he wanted strings. So they went to. Um, I guess it was NYU to the orchestra department. Talked to some of them, some of them kids. Right, brought them in to do strings wow. and stuff like that. I need a guy who's doing keyboard. I need a guy who can play piano really well. He went and found a guy who was playing piano at a at a ballet school for kids. He just walked in, talked to the guy. The guy just got up and walked out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he told the lady, "I gotta go." He <laughs> just walked out. I need a <laughs> told, told the little dealer. girls, "Bye, girls." And yeah. The girls were like, "Oh, bye." <laughs> we need a coke dealer for this album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyone got a co- Oh, all of us do? Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, and he's you know fractured relationship with his ex wife and his daughter and that. So he's rebuilding his life. Right. Yeah. 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 This and, album is about more than just the music. Yeah. 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 He gets kind of because he, he has to learn something. Right. The stakes are high. It's about <laughs> it's about him. Well, the stakes were high for him. Reclaiming his adulthood, his manhood. Really, they weren't really high for her. But they were high for him. Right. Yeah. Well, she's a singer, I guess. She's more of a songwriter, but he decided he could make her into a singer. He heard her sing in a small little bar. Why don't you tell me you could sing? And he heard, he heard, as she was singing the song, just playing acoustically, he heard, like a music producer does when they hear the music, they hear everything else that should be part of it. He heard everything else should be part of it. He was like, I can make that right. into it. Because he'd been listening to a bunch of demos along the way, and he was just tossing them out of his car, like, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. Right. And he right. heard her, and he was like, I can do something with that. But she was like, I know, I have no interest in singing. So he, it's him convincing her that she, that she could do this. And then at the end, it's she kind of like the I don't M&M know. I haven't thing. seen it all the way through oh, the end, so. so I don't know. It was like the Eminem thing where he's at the rap Olympics, takes second, and then some Dre representative comes up and is like, "Hey man, I want your demo." Like, you want this shit? Fuck you! Get out of here! Just chucks it, and then he gives it to Dre. And next day, he gets a call. Yeah. Hey, I like this. Yeah. I think I could. I could. Do hey, could you not throw shit at my guy? <laughs> but that's the that's M- the dream that that makes people. Uh, Keep pursuing it because you hear the story a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you hear yeah. the story. St. Elmo's fire. Yeah. Did you hear about Bobby? He was standing outside of this jazz club just playing trumpet one night. Mm-hmm. You know, and fucking Brantford Marcellus walked up to him and said he needed a trumpet player to sit in with him and fucking amen, that kind of shit. Right. It happens. It does. <laughs> I'm not going to say it doesn't happen. It's few and far it's between. It's extremely <laughs> rare. <laughs> but it happens. Yeah. It almost never happens. Yeah. 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 Statistically, yeah. almost never. Yeah. As close yeah. to never as you can be without being never. Which is nice, which is all fun and good to say until it happens to you. Then you're like, holy shit. Well, <laughs> yeah, this happens to everybody. Yeah. People yeah. just need more God in their life and then they yeah. can, like, <laughs> fucking get better. Well, the people know? who it happens to often just say, like, just keep grinding, man. Like, they don't acknowledge mm-hmm. their own just incredible luck in yeah. those situations. Just got to get out there and do it. Yeah, all things are possible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how I hope you guys have been feeling. Pete, tell people what's been happening to you. You were working with Bobby oh, Lee the yeah. last couple of days. Last couple of days working with Bobby Lee and uh, Jade Catapretta, very fun bunch of people. Uh, you know, we went out to dinner both nights. We Where'd did you our go? thing. We went to the ramen place next to the draft house on Thursday night. How was that? That's pretty fucking good, man. I got to tell you, though, they got obnoxious Rolling Stone covers by Korean bands with, like, violins <laughs> doing, like, I've been hauling ass along and stuff. It sounds Like, ridiculous. live? Or are they... Like no no no, and they have it's like covers like on a soundtrack, and they play the same fucking five tracks in a row like on repeat, you know. So you get like that, and then like let's spend the night together in like an easy music form, right? You know, you got some Asian chick going like, oh, this shit is funny. It's all Korean. Yeah yeah yeah. How do you know, or do you just guess? I think Bobby was he's Korean. Oh, he he was like yeah, or maybe I don't remember. Who knows? I could be wrong. Asian. It is Asian. I right. know that much. Right, right. You narrowed um, it down that part of the world. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the food's fucking fantastic, though. So you put up with the music. Yeah. You know, you get the big bowls of noodles with the, you know, tripe in it and all that shit. Right. This is gangster. I love it. Um, and then last night, too? Last night, we went to Bob and Edith's. 
After late, the show? Late night, yeah. Classic greasy diner. Yeah, the diner. music was horrible. It's always horrible. Two white chicks fucking uh, stuffed the jukebox with a $5 <laughs> bill and put gasolina on two times in a row. You know that reggaeton? Don't matter. Yeah. Gasolina. Gasolina. Oh, it's the worst. I mean, the first time it's like a fun novelty, but the second you just want to kill yourself. It's always a, a an ominous moment when you look over the jukebox and there's two white girls huddled around it. Like, yeah, oh, this fuck. is gonna, not going to go good. Can you get us our food faster? <laughs> we were having like you know over our BLTs and egg salads like a conversation about you know what if your daughter became a porn star like what would you do or try to raise a daughter. My knee jerk was like I'd disown her, kind of like that. And then I thought more about it and I'm like I don't know. And then Jade was telling me, well, what if like you know it's a burgeoning industry? What if like they made like hundreds of millions of bucks or whatever? And I'm like, well, you know, I'm all about empowerment. You know, if she wants to kick up 10 points, right. like I'm down for that. I was like, I tell you what, if those white girls had stuffed the jukebox for my daughter, I let them do a porn. <laughs> <laughs> you encourage them to do a porn. I said, I don't think they make hundreds of millions of dollars doing it, but uh, you know, it, it, it was an interesting night. I'm telling you, man, you know, the way I've been sober now 10 years as of like a week ago. Right. And what I've noticed about myself is at like late, late, late hours now, like I don't want to say I get as drunk as I used to, but like if I'm up too late, I start saying stupid fucking things. And like, you know what I mean? You say stupid things all the time. Just <laughs> Yeah, I say As though you were drunk, you mean? Daytime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, I'm definitely less inhibitionless. I'm more inhibitionless. And so I you don't even need the alcohol. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. So, well, I think uh, I think my, my wife is kind of, when she gets really tired, it sort of sounds like she's drunk. Yeah. You know, because people start to, they slur their words. It's more stream of consciousness. Like, yeah. you know. Turns out you didn't need the alcohol all those years ago. You could have just Probably been not. tired. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe it's just, and I'm also getting older, maybe more stuck in my ways, too. There's a simple reason for that. Your brain synapses aren't firing as much because you're tired. Yeah. Damn. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I need more sleep. I need yeah. to go to bed at a you better know what? hour. Fatigue is a depressant. Yeah. Just like alcohol. You're right. I, I would think, by the way, if um, as much as you want to be supportive of your porn star daughter, you have to feel like you failed. Yeah, that's what I said. I said I definitely feel like I fucked up. You might support her because you sort of feel guilty, but I, you got if you don't turn it on her, you're yeah. gonna turn on yourself and be like, "What did I do wrong? How did right. I screw this up?" She's a porn star. I gotta support her because she's my daughter. But what the fuck, yeah. right? No one's gonna be happy about that. No, a hundred percent. No, happy with themselves. I was sitting there and I was like, you know, I mean, what I do in the most extreme case is like be like pretend to be supportive and say like, yeah, hey, you know, when's the next one? I'll like help bankroll it or something. <laughs> I can't wait to see your next location movie. and do a mass next time shooting I see you or get, some you get to watch you get gang banged. <laughs> <laughs> Would you? You wouldn't watch it though. Like, what if she no, wanted I'd, you to I'd, watch I'd, her movie? I'd go to the set with a. M60 and do a mass shooting or something. <laughs> nah, That's not no. supportive. No, it's That's not. That's very destructive. No, but I'm saving well, her. Man I'm destructive saving her from herself. Man I'm guess. saving her from herself, Andy Clyde. She's following her dreams. <laughs> dreams you know? of getting railed by three dudes at once. Yeah. Like, how interesting is that? Like, I wonder how many girls at like four are like, "That's my dream." 
or like when that comes up as like an option for the dream. I think it's never. Like it's it's got to come with a briefcase. <laughs> it's never and you're a like, dream. oh yeah, that's what I was dreaming about all along. What am it's I talking about? It's never a dream. That's the thing. Yeah. No one ever dreams about that. They they weigh their options. Yeah. <laughs> like you know what? For me right now, this is the best situation. You sure. know, there's you you know there's somebody you could ask. Uh, oh lord. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You, could, yes. you weren't blocked on Facebook. <laughs> no, but I did that blockage myself. Oh, okay. Um, this is somebody you could just go at. I don't know that I'd get the right answer, actually. Well, that's also not, that person's not a, I've heard a few answers she's done one, from the same person. She did it one time. Yeah. She's not, uh, you know, she's not out there every In week the grinding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rise and grind. Well, I heard it was a sociological experiment. Well, that's a nice way to put yeah, it. Yeah, but, you know, the royalties weren't fucking grant money, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, I, I'm, it was there was money. I mean, she got paid, but... Right, we're talking about people who go out like that's their job. They yeah, get in the yeah, car daily, right, every right, right. day. They they fight traffic to get to the set and they make porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have a that's that's very meta to, because to to invite your father to your porn shoot, you have a uh, you're showing them what's filling the hole that you left. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did you just get a text from the person we we're talking about? No, oh, okay. he got a text. Not from, from the porn star. He got a text for work tonight. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm asking. Yeah. Yep. So you just got to reply. We were talking about something else before the show started. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, Petey's was working with Bobby Lee. I was working with Finesse Mitchell. So thanks to anybody who. And thanks to anybody who came through uh, for the show. It was a late booking, so I just threw things up. He's a really good dude. Married to DeBarge's oldest daughter. Really? Yeah. Al DeBarge? Yep. Wow. Because there's like a hundred DeBarges. Yeah, and DeBarge himself, L, has eight daughters. <laughs> eight daughters? Mm-hmm. Does he have any sons? I don't know. Is eight, that possible? Get far. Eight daughters. <laughs> How do you have eight daughters? It's When you're a rolling stone, it's not... Yeah. But no boys came out? It's like, a, it's, it, the chromosome's on the father, so you're, you're the father's the deciding factor in that. He doesn't get to decide, is what I'm saying. It's no, just when nature. You, when you, you know, well, no, it's, it's you. <laughs> so... You, the father, makes a determination as to what sex the baby's going to be. Uh, like, you don't you willfully get to decide it, right? But your sperm is yeah. You're the you're one. You're the one. You're who, the X Y. So who, one right. half goes. Who makes yeah. that? Makes that just determination whether it's going to be no, your, your side of the chromosome package makes that. But decision. eight daughters statistically seems to be almost impossible. Uh, and no have sons. Nine, people have nine sons. I've heard of that. Again, statistically, it's just it's so rare. Yeah. It's, it well, is, having nine kids, period, is rare. You but. know, it is what it is. Yeah. You have, you know, seven brides for seven brothers. Uh, <laughs> you know? Well, okay, let's look at my uh, my family. My mother had two, two sons, boys, but that's One, your father. Wait, hold on, who hold on, had two hold on. I'm not, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm talking about all of her family. Yeah, she had two sons. One of her sisters, three sons. Another sister, two daughters. Another sister. Two daughters. Mm-hmm. Between her and all her sisters, none of them have boy and, and girl. girls. Yeah. Right, right. They all have multiple kids, but none of them have. Well, one I of come each. from three brothers. But her brother, my sis, my wife comes from has two one sisters. of each. You know. And my so, father was two boys. He yeah. didn't have a sister. Yeah, I'm I'm three boys, and like I said, my wife is two girls. Right. I'm one. You know, man, I have a girl. One Mike. One man, one hundred dollars. <laughs> one, one track, track mom. <laughs> I have a girl, so. It is what it is. Shout out to my little brother Mark. His, I just, uh, I just wish little, I had a sister. His little dog died. Yeah, what happened? I saw that he posted about that. that. She was she congenital heart failure. She was always oh, like yeah. twelve. I thought, yeah, she yeah, was putting not on a dog. Little, little dog. yappy dog. She was a little. Yeah. She's a good dog. Really? Yeah, 
Yeah, Lucy Goosey. She was a good dog. My dog has some heart issues, but yeah. nothing that bad She's yet. I'm trouble breathing, putting on weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that'll, that'll eventually take yeah, the dog out. General yeah, heart, mm-hmm. general heart thing. My dog has a heart murmur. They would love that damn dog. Yeah. Well, a little dog, just, you know, perfect for kids. Yeah. Sure. A little dog. She was a good dog, too. Is he going to get... Well, it's too probably early, but is he going to get another dog? I was talking to my dad today. He was like, hey, brother, took kind of hard. (laughs) Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. A fucking bill collector called my parents' house looking for me. You know how unnerving that shit is? For what? Goddamn JCPenney's. (laughs) For what year? That's who it is. JCPenney's now. Why would they call your parents? I have no idea (laughs) why they called my parents. Did they... My mom called me today... I was at work. I didn't even say the phone. I was like, what's she calling me for? What's happening? She was like, a bill collector. She No, she didn't say a bill collector. She was like, somebody just called her looking for you. So who called her looking for me? <laughs> she was like, I don't know. I told him she gave me the name. And she was like, I told him because they called, they, this how they, this how I knew it was a bill collector because they try and call and try to be slick. Hey, can I speak to Randolph? My mom goes, Randolph who? <laughs> and they fuck up my last name, of course. Right. She goes, I don't live here. So this isn't a good number for him? No. Then the dude hangs up. She immediately calls me. Right. She was like, this guy called here. Look, I said, what guy called here? She was like, I don't know. He's from this company. I said, what the fuck oh, is collections this? collections agency? I'm thinking it's it's either a collection agency or it's somebody trying to pull off some sort of identity fraud. <laughs> right. Okay, that's the first thing I'm thinking. Why would it be a collection agency? I haven't given them my parents' phone. My, my, my parents have changed their phone. First of all, I haven't lived with my parents in over over 25 years. They can, easily. they can still get that shit. Secondly, they've changed their number umpteen times. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, why the fuck do they have? Now I'm like, is this some sort of weird debt I owe that I've... That I in the me in the space of that time I bought like four cars. <laughs> like <laughs> by now I'm sure somebody would have caught up to me with whatever it is. So now you know in your head you're like, what the fuck, man? Right. <laughs> you know. So I called. I called the number and they they ran it down. J C Penney's. Um. We had I got something from J C Penney's. I got a tremendous deal. My wife works for J C Penney's. Right. They've been sending us this. Um, a billing statement that has been getting returned back to them. Oh, is, this, is the address wrong on it? Or? I don't know. Okay. They, they read me the right address. You know who it probably was? This Your neighbor? Fucking, <laughs> this <laughs> fucking <laughs> bitch next door. Well, how would she get it, though? I don't know. She can't, Does she have a key to your mailbox? <laughs> the fucking mailman might have been putting it in her shit on, on, in place of mine, and she's just angrily RTSing it rather than just putting it outside my door. I could see that happening. You know. So they're like, oh, well, the only reason we're doing this is because... We've been having stuff returned back. I said, "You called my parents for that." Yeah, <laughs> she, she was like, "Yeah, that's the number we had." I said, "How'd you get that number?" <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't give it to you. Why do you have that? You know what? Take that number off the off of whatever the fuck this is. Take right. it off. Mm. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> okay, uh, are you going to pay us or? Yeah. How much was the bill? We've been paying them. That's the thing. We've been paying them. But how much were they wanting uh, out of this collection? Did they tell you? Nothing. It wasn't about money to be collected it's about why can't we deliver this letter to you these letters keep coming back oh i said my wife just goes and pays at this if she happens to be in a store she'll just walk into oh so they they wanted a better address right okay i'm like you fucking call my parents behind this shit (laughs) what's wrong with you because you know what it motivated the hell out of you though yeah well they know that yeah Mm -hmm. i'm like listen you pay my wife 
many thousands of dollars yearly. Right. <laughs> okay. Just take out our check. <laughs> it's not hard to find. <laughs> We're not hard to find. It's amazing, though. You go online, look up somebody's name, and you find like the last 10 addresses they had on like IntelliJ yeah. or whatever. Well, in your That's credit not report. even the part you have to buy for 30 bucks. Yeah. In your credit report, your previous addresses are listed. Yeah. And maybe, I don't know if phone numbers are listed, but Probably. I'm sure that information is somewhere in a yeah. database. But the thing is, I never, I never would have given that number out. I didn't. They didn't even have that number. That's very good, girl. They didn't even have that number. Is that what is that? A rocket? Rocket. She made a little rocket ship. Mm -hmm. They didn't even have that number at that point. Pretty cool. So, well, because I asked her, so where'd you get this number? She was like, I don't know. What? Well, how she wouldn't know? She's just on. (laughs) It's on her screen. Yeah, that's all she knows. Where'd y'all get this number? And then the guy who called you was just same thing. Someone just. just, I said, take it off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. I meant your clothes. How about how about my internet got turned off out of nowhere? What's that about? I called fucking um, Xfinity. I called first. I was like, something's wrong with the internet. They're like, yeah, you have a problem with your billing. I said, what problem do I have with the billing? This is a neighbor again. We're gonna transfer you over there. Okay, go over to the transfer. Yeah, your internet's off. I said, why is my internet off? Somebody called and said they wanted the internet off. I said, no one called from this number and said they wanted the internet off. Yeah. No one did that. No, that your neighbor. No one did that. Uh, Eltringham posted on Facebook about that the, the, his neighbor's cable was being installed and somehow his got canceled. Yeah. As a result. Yeah. And he said, had to call as a whole day. I said, uh, turn my internet back on. Yeah. <laughs> turn it back on. Well, you have internet and phone. We don't have the phone. We just have the internet. Turn it back on. Right. <laughs> Turn it back on. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiots. I said, this is, a, this is a problem on your end. No one from here called yeah. to have turn our Who the fuck turns their internet off but leaves their cable on? Well, if you go Who does that? If you go with it, maybe you're like, oh, I, I prefer uh, Verizon's a internet, internet deal. provider? Uh, well, yeah, like a bit. Well, Maybe you want a provider who doesn't just randomly turn off your internet. Yeah, no shit. You know? So now you might be one to turn <laughs> And the girl off. was like, yeah, this it was us. <laughs> it, it, it happened. Our bad. <laughs> it happens. Yeah, they, they uh, Comcast is, I've, I've had issues where I've had to call. Yeah. And I've called like three different times for the same issue, like in yeah. a two-day stretch and gotten three different answers. Yeah. And I've had to explain to people. I just talked to someone who told me the opposite like of what 12 you, hours what ago. I don't have any notes on your account that you had a conversation with someone. The person told me they were going to put notes on the account. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's wrong is that's not what the guy said last. And then this this next guy does what he's supposed to do. It doesn't work. And then you call back. And, uh, actually, what you need to do is a whole different thing. It's like the no, one hand doesn't know what the other is doing. Right. Shit. It's such a fucking big company. Mm-hmm. No, that's true. I mean, anytime you call one of these guys, they're transferring you to like four other people right. and you're repeating the information. That's what's so funny about it. It's like when they really need it, they can go get all your old last 10 addresses. But like when I talk to one guy on the phone, they're like, give me your name. You give it to him and like all oh, your address, your phone number. And then the next four guys, they refer you. They start to over. Start over. I'm yeah. Like, what the fuck? Last four of your social. How many databases are we address. talking about here, guy? What is your name? Okay. Um, great. Yeah, we and have. where are? We have you in the system. I'm going to transfer you to like someone. someone. I'm going to transfer you to someone else. We have you. In, and, and you go like, well, how come the part where I told you who I was doesn't follow me on the transfer? Yeah. I got to go to the next person. And they're like, before we start, can you tell me your your social? Yeah. For? Okay. And he talked to them for five minutes. I'm going to transfer you over. And then you go to the next person. And all the information you gave the previous guy doesn't follow you. The, the next guy has to start all over again. Yeah. No, that's it's ridiculous. It's a fucking nightmare. It is. I don't. Yeah. You know what? Just. 
cancel everything. Cancel everything. No, 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 no. <laughs> what, what do we, what do we need? Well, you know? they'll, they'll, uh, I've had that. I had to call, I had some internet issues where it was like slowing down for no reason. And, um, if you call, you know, it's a menu thing. Press one for this. Press, and then if you, and then like, you have to say things now. The computer has to recognize what you say. Mm-hmm. So, oh, what's, voice recognition. what's the problem? And I'll say like, slow internet, you know. I didn't get that. Well, if they get it though, what they'll do is, I was in this fucking loop with Comcast where it would be like, most internet issues can be solved by resetting your modem. Uh, we're going to send a reset signal to your mode and then let you never talk to a person. It does a reset signal. It plays music for like an, a, a minute and it says, your modem should be reset. That should solve the issue. And then it doesn't and you call back and it just takes you through that same loop. And every time you say, slow internet, I got that. Let's reset your modem. So what I did was, after like five tries, I got on the phone and, and then the other computer's like, please, in a couple words, say what's wrong. And I said, cancel my account. <laughs> and I got a person yeah. immediately. immediately. Yep. Em- it went straight to a person. <laughs> and then that person was like, oh, okay, I'll transfer you to someone who can help you. And then he transferred to some dude, you know, yeah. in a different department. But I couldn't get a person. It just looped me out. It just kept taking me through. And now we will reset your modem. Most problems can be solved. Well, don't you realize this is the fifth time I've called? Mm-hmm. So this problem's not being solved, but I couldn't get a person on the phone. Yeah. But if you do the cancel my account, you get a person. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even haggling with insurance people where I work, you know, for coverage for people, I get these calls. And then the first question, even when I get a live person, it's like, oh, do you know about our website? You can do this online, you know? And I'm like, I don't write nothing down. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all in here, baby. Yeah. yeah. No paper trails. No paper trails. Make this short and sweet. You're weak. No. We get hey, emails. You, your website sucks. Yeah, all right. Website if you, want, if you want the truth. I hate the fucking website. You become a disgrace. I got a virus off your website, man. We got, I think, two emails. Let me okay. pull them up here. We got an email from. Speaking of uh, podcast intro songs, Abbasi sent us an email. Who was the original intro? Which we uh, will open with him. Coming up, we haven't opened with his in a while, but he sent us an email. Let me find it here. Here we go. Finally, I did it. What did you do? Um, what is up, three guys, three dudes, Trey Hombres. Trace Hombres. What it is, Trace Hombres. Yo, first off, how have you guys been? Cool, cool. Okay, so I finally did it, guys. It finally happened. I got on stage for the first time. Oh, it was a mistake, dude. Now, I remember a, a while back. <laughs> yeah, I was on that episode. It was a mistake, dude. was asking for advice. We were just like, just keep trying, man. Keep writing. Yeah. You know, there's no advice you can give. Uh, he says, it was pretty cool. I didn't bomb yet. You will. You will. But for my first time, I did well. <laughs> no one booed. People generally don't boo. Got laughs pretty much the whole set. Man, I was terribly nervous, but once I got the mic... I just start saying stuff, and people started laughing, and then I got off before they started to boo, LOL. They're, they generally don't boo. But yeah, thanks to you guys, I eventually worked up the courage to do it. I enjoyed it, and I got invited back to return every week. What are some of you guys' first set stories? Like, how did you feel before doing after and after? At one point, did you guys feel this was what you wanted to do? Uh, do light-skinned bitches text back? You guys be safe. <laughs> uh, P.S. Sup, Tim. Um, we'll let Tim know you said that. Uh, okay, so first of all, well, let's go in order of the all, questions. The light skin bitches. <laughs> let's go. That's the last one. Yeah, the last one. Um, if you don't, if you call them bitches, probably not. Probably right? not. Yeah. Uh, 
Uh, so he said he did well enough, got laughs pretty much throughout. Uh, my first time on stage, I did fine. Like I got some chuckles, some laughs here and there. Nothing special, but it was fine. My second time on stage, which was the following week, I destroyed. Same jokes. For whatever reason, it hit really hard that night. It was like unbelievable. And then the third time, a week later, I bombed horrifically. Same set. So I had like one of each mm-hmm. in my first three. So, but the first time was encouraging because I, you know, I wasn't expecting to get booed or anything. But you know, if you're at an open mic, even if you're just waiting to go on, you've probably seen someone struggle. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I did better than some of these some of these people. I did all right, and that kept me coming back. But uh, I did fine. Probably like like a bossy, just got some laughs, got some chuckles, or at least things that I interpreted as laughs for myself. So uh, not bad. Didn't get booed. Mm-hmm. First time, first time, same thing. First time on stage, okay. Wrote the set list out. That was on Sunday. Uh, club owner said, come back on Tuesday. We're doing open mic. Okay. Went back. Same set. Okay. Did fine. Yeah. Thursday, uh, Shang was headlining. Uh, Shang Forbes was headlining. Quinn, my man who got me on the show, my roommate who got me into doing stand-up, was uh, middling. And uh, they had a couple of open... And Black Show, so Black Show's structures are a little different. Um Went to that. The comic in front of me got booed. I remember his name, Tori. Got booed. They booed the shit oh, out of him. Poor Tori. And I, I had to follow that, and I did very well. Okay. Didn't destroy, but I did very well. Okay. So that was in the space of three weeks. Um, hadn't had a hadn't had a bombing up to anything then. Um, went back out to Midtown on Tuesday. It was just a lot of just doing okay. Yeah, no, yeah. no real bombings. Maybe three months in, I did a, I was on a theater run in um, Amarillo. No, Odessa in Amarillo. Odessa on Friday, Amarillo on Saturday. All these towns from No Country for Old Men. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Remember we were watching No Country for Old Men. I was yeah. like, I performed in that town. I did that bar. Yeah. And he was like, that's a real town. I was like, yeah, I performed in that town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all these yeah. little towns and all these little towns. Yeah, that motel where he gets killed. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, stayed in that. That, that was the room I had. <laughs> I in that town. Stay right there. A lot of them little towns yeah. in Texas. All these little movies. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. that's the real woman who hung out at that pool. <laughs> Eagle uh, Pass. I've been in that town. Flip a coin, Andy. Been in that town. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, cars get blown up outside that farm. See every week. It's yeah. a- Odessa, we did because you do the run. You go to Odessa first for the the fucking Friday Night Lights. That town. Yeah, Odessa, right. And then go to Amarillo the next day. So the Odessa was in just a small thing, but the Amarillo show was a big theater, a fifteen hundred seat theater. And I destroy. I mean, destroyed, destroyed, destroyed. Just waves of laughter coming at me. That was in maybe four months. That's that show right there. I was right. hooked because the literally the very next Tuesday, I fucking bombed <laughs> same set <laughs> no I, but at that time now I'm kind of experimenting around with different stuff right so everything I, I do works fucking bo- I mean bombed I bombed black style too which means people ignore you yeah <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is the worst yeah they just ignored me and back before oh. people had phones like, I'll pray for them <laughs> people could just pull out their phone and, and, and look you at their phone right. yeah they were just doing other they shit they just did yeah. things they yeah. talked to each other yeah. they just didn't even they turned sideways yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. When a fifty-year-old black woman turns sideways Ooh. to you, oh. 
but she's probably dead now. Yeah, she is. So, <laughs> so I mean, that was like, who won? Who won in close to twenty years ago. She yeah, might be dead. it was almost twenty. That was yeah, almost so seventeen years ago. Shit, yeah. Fuck her. Uh, yeah. My first set ever was at the Looking Glass Lounge, July nineteenth, twenty ten, and I got up there. I felt I did very well, but I thought it was a fluke. And because a lot of my friends came to watch because it's your first time, you know, and they're yeah. like, oh, yeah, let's see what he does. Let's watch him fuck up, maybe, you know, whatever. And then the next seven sets all hit. It was just unbelievable within like three weeks. And I did Shackleford's rooms, the Topaz. I got, he was still paying 20 bucks for his three minute newbies at the Hyatt then. Okay. You know? And then the ninth set, I went back to the fucking looking glass and I'm like, they're going to bat in a thousand. You know, comedy's going to be part of my life. Bam, bada, bam. And Seton Smith walks in and bumps me, and I had to follow him. Oh. And I got up and did – he crushes, of course. And right. I do some stupid abortion joke and just get crickets with all these white hipster chicks. And then yeah, I was yeah. like, fuck this. And I didn't do it again for a year and a half. Not because of – entirely because of that, but I also got a job, and I was like, mm. I don't know if I can really incorporate both of these things, like doing it every night. Like yeah. Just, open micers are telling me you have to do with that but then you know i still felt i did well enough in that little swath of time to go around and tell people like yeah actually dabble in comedy i'll do stand up you know blah blah blah, 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 blah. even though you're not doing it for like a whole year yeah and then early february 2012 i went up haywood gave me the mic up at um the blue banana sp1 and it was terrible because it was so rusty i wrote it like the day before it was stupid and then i just kept coming back and then slowly regained the bearing and here we are um, Abasi asked, uh, at what point did you guys feel like this was what you wanted to do? For me, it was before I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't, I was, there wasn't a point where I felt like, oh, I've been doing this for a few months. I'm going to stick with it. It was before I did it. I kind of, I had it in my head that this is what I wanted to do. So I guess had I been, had I bombed for six months straight, that would have changed. But I didn't, the actual result of the sets didn't change any, it didn't actually encourage me. I was already there. You know, uh, and then he said, "I guess how'd you feel well, before, during, and after?" The, 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 how did I know? The I never had that thing of well, the first time I'm going to say, I knew this was all I was going to do. It's, it's like a, a drug, cliche. Man. I never had that. I just like, knew I that. I belong here. I was just kind of torn around. I was boxing. I was still. I was at the tail end of boxing. I was. I was teaching steadily. My plan was to was to open up a gym and start training fighters, teach martial arts and start training fighters. And that was what I planned on doing. I was working towards that already. And um, I, uh, that Amarillo show, I think, really lit the lit the fire, that Amarillo show. Because I've been chasing that feeling <laughs> ever since. Chasing the, the dragon. Yeah, man. That first that first high, man. Yeah. <laughs> that first high. You just don't ever don't ever smoke it, man. Because once you do, you're gonna be chasing it for the rest of your life. Yeah, that first high. Because I knew it was real then. Because after I would, I took a lot of whippings at uh, Midtown in San Antonio, Texas. A lot of getting ignored by fifty-something-year-old black dead, women. Probably dead now. Yeah, probably. Hopefully, <laughs> <laughs> a lot of getting ignored by them, and I kept coming back. That's how I knew it was real. I, yeah. I kept coming back. I kept coming back. Part of that was also from the. The uh, martial arts and boxing background is that you know that uh, take your lumps. Just you just take it. Yeah, <laughs> that was a big part of it. You know, did you have a moment like that? Uh, you know, I it think was. You have pretty much explained it though. I mean, that was the early thing, and that always stuck with me. But then it was just kind of like the first year. 
I just kept I started making a little bit of money and it feels like a lot, you know, at the time. It's weird with it still does. That little 15 you know? $25. The 15 bucks, I'll put it in a cigar box today whereas I take 100 bucks of my day job and I splurge it like peanuts right. and it means nothing. Right. Um Yeah, I remember I my first paid thing. So do I. I remember first, what I bought. I, I remember, remember the everything. first check I got from a comedy club. I got uh I uh, photocopied it. Oh, I didn't go that far. Yeah. I got. I, I think I got cash. Twenty. I kept that shackle for twenty in a box for like four years. My first check. Did you? Yeah, and then finally <laughs> one day I was out of food and I was like, ah, fuck it, I don't want to go to the ATM, so I just went to the bodega and yeah, spent it on Arizonas and garbage. <laughs> Two hundred bucks, eight shows, twenty five dollars a show. I got. Uh, I think I got seventy five bucks for the first mm-hmm. paid thing. Which was like hosting the open mic. I think they paid seventy five bucks to host the open mic. Jesus, wow. that's at the comedy huge. cafe. And um, oh, I was down a few in DC, where Fast Eddie's is now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so, above Archibald's. Woo. Yeah, it was Archibald's was on the first floor, the yep. strip club, which you were Still forbidden is. to mention on stage. Ah, forbidden. You couldn't say something positive about Archibald's. You just could not bring. Couldn't up even bring it up. This goes club. bad. This, there's no way it's ever going to stay yeah. good, even if it starts. Yeah, and I was way. 19. I, did, I was so like, <laughs> sort of arrested. Socially, my development socially, I was like, I didn't. It didn't occur to me that it was probably like a bunch of strippers who were my age yeah. <laughs> down there. Yeah. Like, oh, I should be fucking hanging out by the strip club. <laughs> yeah, but, let them know you're a famous comic. Yeah, what's up, girls? I just made seventy five dollars. Do you remember the? Oh, po- you made four hundred. Oh shit! Do you remember okay. the Potomac Grill at Rockville that Rob Mary yeah, used yeah. to run, and they had like an S and M meetup group of people that would come an hour before that. the open mic, and it was the same rule. You could talk about that group when you got on stage. But S and M has meetup groups. It dead serious. Where's the discretion group. though? Like you're supposed to have discretion. Dude, in that world. they were all in there, and I'm not kidding. I've never seen a more diverse bunch of people. Yeah. But the, but like they didn't have any kind. Kind of like piercings or tattoos that were visible or anything. They look like a church group, to be honest. But of like yeah. fat people, skinny people, black, well, sure. white. Religion everything. is kind of S and M too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be. <laughs> they can. Yeah. Be. Well, it's definitely a. There's definitely a, a sense of community to religion Shared as interest. well as to an S and M group. I mean, yeah. like the like the the nudist colony I did. Same thing. Well, S and well with religion, like there's a lot of like put up with with sh- bad shit happening to you. Yeah. You know, yeah. for the greater good. I guess S and M, you seek that out. You're like, you know, you like the bad shit, or you yeah. like delivering the bad shit to somebody who wants right. to take. Yeah, the are bad these people shit. are these people on both sides? Are these, these people who are doing the dominating and people who are being dominated all at the same meetup group? I never got Networking? that many details because we didn't get to do crowd work enough. Because <laughs> oh. <laughs> they would still hang around after the show started, not yeah. really paying attention to us, but the time would go over and they'd be over there on the side. <laughs> so listen, fuck that comedy. Listen, you want to step on my balls? Yeah. <laughs> I guess though, if you're into being punished, open mic is kind of right up your alley. Yeah, you think? You know, a bunch of shitty comics showing up mm-hmm. at a restaurant. <laughs> like this is better than any of the sexual shit I've been through. Yeah. So Abbasi said, "Why don't light skinned girls text back?" Well, well, here's the thing about light no. He girls. said, "Well, here's how we po- do light skinned bitches text back." Um, I don't call them bitches. <laughs> so I also don't text light-skinned girls i don't text anyone yeah. really if you're going in with that mentality of bossy i gotta tell you pal i got a better shot than you 
<laughs> Light-skinned girls used to, when I was young, had a lot of options. <laughs> that was the thing. Light-skinned, what was the joke? Light-skinned girls are born with three with three phone numbers in their Tinder, Twitter, <laughs> in their, in their uh, three phone numbers in their text already. You know? Right. They had a lot more options. That was just how it went. You know, just like light-skinned dudes used to have a lot of options. Um. I guess uh, I've never texted. I don't think I've ever texted a light-skinned girl. I have. I've never texted. I have once. I should. I should revise this because texting. Uh, in I guess it's not in so that, much texting as it is in that calling. context or um, in that context of like trying to hook up with someone. Yeah, yeah. I was already in Paging my somebody. That was when we did in my relationship when texting began. So I've only ever texted my wife in any sort of. Uh, you know, this is for dog food. Trying to hook it, yeah. It's like, yeah. hey, you pick something up on the way. Sure. So no, I've never, I've never texted any girl. Like if I was suddenly, if I found myself single, and like, cause all that's all the world is now. You go on like Tinder or whatever, and you start text conversations with people. I would be lost. I wouldn't know how to do any of that shit. Mm-hmm. Although I guess I'd be with looking at people my own age who'd be in a similar situation. But I would be lost. Yeah, I still feel lost. It's sort of my generation but like now with tinder they're doing like group dates and all this weird shit you know like add more people who wants to add more people yeah let's go to a meetup a tinder meetup is that all he had uh that's all bossy had um we have one more email for the next one from let me see who it's from only one uh oh the email is called ode to frankie french okay we'll save that for thursday from uh she signed it t so i'll call her t we'll save that for thursday yeah t so there you go. Y'all watch the Olympics? No? I have not. I feel so yeah, stupid Keeping up on that black girl magic? I mean, Twitter and black Facebook are, dist- are making black girls, me Black girls are, are ruling these Olympics. Yeah. They are fucking... Make the medals black and gold yeah. like a bunch of alphas <laughs> or something. <laughs> Ain't no future in your front. Yeah. <laughs> they are ruling. Black girl magic, man. Started with um, Simone Biles. Then the other Simone, the swimmer, who I don't mm-hmm. even know her last well, name. Simone Biles has a fucking move named after her. That's yeah. not even fair. Yeah. The Biles her. whatever. Then this, the shot putter just won last night. Oh, yeah. Carter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Whose yeah. daddy won, in, won a silver. Um, it's just I just read, it uh, literally just popped up in my feed right now. This this uh, weightlifter chick said blew a U.S. record away. She didn't win, in, she didn't win any medals. And it's hard with weightlifting. In the Olympics, considering that mm-hmm. the U.S. doesn't have a doping program, <laughs> as far as, as we far know. As far as we know. <laughs> How many more days of Olympics are there? Is this well, it? they just now got to track and field. So okay. that's, that's about that's, That'll be good. Five, yeah. I'm kind of embarrassed I missed swimming. It sounded amazing. Uh, yeah, they were coming on late, though. That was the thing. So if you were up late, you, I was would, working. you would catch yourself. Uh, you know, got to see Michael Phelps, who apparently has got, got some black folks magic. He likes to go to the black barbershops to get his hair, hair cut. Uh, he put a picture up. Of him in some shop in Atlanta where he went, got his hair, got faded up in Atlanta. Yeah. I was like, well, where else is he going to get that good kush from if you mm-hmm. don't go to the barbershop? Yeah. Got <laughs> to get that good kush. I mean. I'm here for a haircut, but also, guys, <laughs> listen, while I'm here. Listen, you know what it is. Well, the article uh, I read is his new drugs religion. So Ray Lewis apparently gave oh, no. him a Ray copy Lewis of the Purpose Driven oh, Life. So now he's <laughs> on the Rick Warren routine. Uh, yeah. If Ray Lewis gave me a book, I wouldn't read it. No. I don't know if Ray Lewis can even read, read that book. Yeah. <laughs> Did you read it? 
You know, we just so Michael Phelps just got into religion. Really? Yeah, I read a little thing about it. Ray Lewis reached out to him, my brother in Christ. Michael Is it because Phelps, of like the you know? DUIs and shit? The like, Dewey? yeah, the Dewey. And then also there was a thing like a while back, like he slept with a transgendered female, the male by mistake or something, oh, so a he's, drunken thing. He's so there's guilty. that. Uh, yeah, I remember that. Fucked yeah, up. yeah, yeah. So he's got it. He's all guilty now. He's like, oh no, I'm not gay. Yeah, I'm not yeah. gay. He's got to explain yeah. more away than just you know the couple metal he missed in 04 so he's he's uh <laughs> he's running from something that's yeah. why he's swimming or so he's fast he's running to something yeah <laughs> it, it, yeah it depends it's one of the two he's running from his problems toward men in speedos yeah mm-hmm. yeah so yeah. he's got the baby got the wife and the baby not the wife the girlfriend and the baby now mm-hmm. yeah you know? i'm not gay i got a yeah, baby we know i'm not gay guys i was tricked she's cute latin chick yeah, no, I I'm saw her pregnant picture underwater. Yeah, well, she's whatever. underwater. Yeah. She took a picture underwater where she was swimming. Yeah. Pregnant, you know. The water wasn't green? No. And luckily. <laughs> fucking man. Fucking Rio. Oh, I've never no. even heard of that. I'm it, not getting in green. Well, it's algae. Yeah, I know. Get, I know it's algae, no but I've, green I've never heard of algae bloomed overnight. Yeah, that doesn't uh, And now the whole pool is green. green. Really? Just yeah. overnight? <laughs> Just took happen. like... What kind of super allergy y'all talking about? What the fuck are you talking about? The real shit, I'm giving Michael too much of a hard time. I mean, he's phenomenal. And, you know, his foibles are pretty minor compared to what else is out there. Well, yeah. People that perform less. He's what, 30, 31? He's not going to come back for the next Olympics. He could. It's It's the thing. His thing is somebody somebody pointed out he could, what he could do is just focus on one event. Right. Just save everything for one event. You know, he could do that. Where is the next Summer Olympics? Uh, I don't know. Some fucking third world country? Yeah, probably. Maybe. I haven't even heard about the shit water. Did that, was that not a problem ultimately? They had people swimming. A guy got sick. A guy got oh, sick wow. in the shit water? Okay. Oh, one guy, though? They yeah, should all have one pink dude, guy at one minimum. One dude got sick. Yeah, as far as we know. I don't know, though. I've been seeing a lot of these memes of like, oh, here's a picture of the real Rio, and then here's the stadium, and they're not doing shit for Rio. Oh, the poor people. But like... Name me a place the Olympics has ever been held where there aren't slums. Like that just seems kind of no. They no, it's different now. They do that though. It's it's different. They shuffle them off. They move them out. They 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 basically yeah. Okay. Watch watch real sports. Real sports. Well, they do it everywhere. They do it for the inauguration. Homeless people can't be around. Whoa, yeah, no, that's true. That is true. They they eminent domain them. Well, Petey Steele right there. Yo, what up? Randolph just got on Facebook Live. Well, Chad Chad put a thing up waiting. Yeah. I was like, all right, let me, let's see if he jumps in. If he doesn't, then this is And there long. he is. Yeah. <laughs> we put this up just for you, Chad. We're 50 minutes uh, into this episode. Yeah, we're 50 Chad. minutes in, and uh, we decided to go ahead and put one. We're, yeah, we're. Put yeah, a quick yeah, yeah. one on. How you doing? So here, so you can sit and listen to us a little bit. <laughs> Let's sit that right up there. Randolph has an impromptu stand yeah, slash little, flower pot. Quick little stand. For his phone. There we go. Get out of there. Yay. Yeah, you just got a hey, Petey Steele. Only oh, thing is that up, I can buddy? only put it on me. I wish we had like a Like a group joint? Fish eye. Like a Skype? Gotta be a way we can do that. Connect phones and just have them in like yeah. a... We can each My little brother live. just jumped in, Mark Todd. Hey, what up, Marky? Yeah, I think that's what... Um, Mike and uh, 
I think Michelle it would be Elton Howard, if we bop, each bop. had our if if we each had our phone out live Facebook in the podcast would, yeah, would be hectic. would devolve into yeah. nothing but distraction. Petey wants to, and Chad, Chad wants to know it already is. I will do an intro he's song. With a, he's You're coming with damn a song. right I am. I gotta beat Elton Howard to he's the coming, punch. He's coming with a song. Oh yeah, Elton freestyled for us. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do How you, was it? What um, up, Mark? It was about what you think. Yeah. So what we can do. <laughs> Since you, uh, I mean, well, not right now, but for on Thursday's episode, maybe we'll pull up maybe one of the same beats uh-huh. that Elton freestyled over. Okay, and you can freestyle over it as well. What was this some trap beat? No, no, no. It was no, no, it was just no, some. No, not, it was just a regular. It was just some yeah. beats. Some beats. That, uh, it wasn't anything. The passion I fi does. Yeah, it wasn't oh, okay. anything crazy. Yeah. But uh, Elton was, um, you know, he was riding it for a good eight seconds. He rode that beat. <laughs> he then, made a vine out of it. Seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then he fell off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was trying. You know, Elton's yeah. Elton. He yeah. gave it a shot. Yeah. Here's what I've seen a lot. Happy Elton from these Olympics. Yeah, he's happy. He's got a happy Elton. I saw him last night. He's happy Elton. These girls, these uh, from the Olympics is just the just the casual racism of, from announcers. Just casual racism that from announcers. Do, yeah, yeah. Just casual. They don't they don't think it's it's racist. But it's these little odd little things that keep coming up. Things, things being said about both Simones uh, wanting to not like. Okay, so when Simone wins the swimming, there's a big thing of downplaying it. I'm like, do Is you it understand? Manuel's her last name. Simone? Yes, yeah, Simone Manuel. I'm like, or do Manuel you understand that she's the first black woman to ever, ever even met? The first she black might, American yeah. or just the first black woman? Period. Black woman because okay. Cullen Jones won a silver as part of the. Um, Relay team and that one, that first Olympics, second Olympics that Phelps was in, he was on that team with Phelps. Right. But she, she won, she won a medal. Furthermore, and she wasn't even favored. I watched, I watched that semifinal heat. They keep talking about these Australian sisters. Oh, it's they're, they're so good and blah 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 blah. And she came from behind and won her heat. Right. So I'm watching the heat. I'm like, first of all, I'm like, who's that little black girl? She from the USA? How come they're not talking about the USA swimmers? These are USA uh, announcers. Why aren't they talking right, about the right, USA right. swimmers? Why do they keep talking about the Australian girls? So I'm thinking, oh, this girl must not be that good. She's a scrub. And the Australian yeah. girls are holding back, trying to save something. Because they're in the heat. For the yeah. fight. It's just a heat. So I'm thinking, oh, they must not be that good. Then And then I came home. I watched Phelps. And then I went to bed. Mm-hmm. Get up the next morning. Like she fucking won, and then you watch the way she won. Them Australian girls didn't even finish on the podium. I'm like, why right. the fuck are we worried about these Australian girls? And then NBC doesn't show her get her medal. I'm like, this is historic shit. Well, they had to show Russian gymnastics. I guess they had to. They had to. <laughs> hey, hey, it's like Trump said, man. We got to be allies with Russia guess, now. I <laughs> guess they had to show it. Right. You know? It's just silly, silly shit like that. It doesn't seem racist, but I look, if yeah. that had been a little bit a little blonde broad <laughs> Yeah. No, it'd be the comes from behind and wins like that. Come right. On, man. Just who was just lucky to be there. Just yeah. That who, they would they would make who, that the story. In, in their mind was just lucky to be there. Well they there. would make that the story. Yeah. They would, they yeah. Frame they'd make it that a carry yeah. strug out of it. Right. 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 <laughs> Right. Breaks her leg, comes back right. on the vault, and then her big Russian coach goes and grabs Yeah. No, I don't even know that he was Russian. I think he was, right. he was something. He's something. Bella. Yeah. yeah. So I think he's from Belarus, maybe. One of the Russian. Bella from Belarus. One of the Russian things. You know, it's just shit like that. I'm like, come on, man. You know, the shit that little Simone has been getting. I call her little Simone now, the gymnast. Little Lil Simone, Simone has been getting with her family. You what know? is that? Well, her her parents adopted her. They're her grandparents, but they adopted her okay. from her 
her mother's not a her mother's a drug addict. So <laughs> they were like, well, you can't. So they adopted the two girls. So they've raised them their whole lives. They've right. Raised them their whole lives. These are her parents. These fucking announcers keep hammering that. Say, well, they're her adopted parents. Oh, I saw something about that. Like, yeah. They're not Did her some adopted Did some guy tweet some her like adopted announcer? Parents. That fucking, and then that fucking guy kept talking about it. And she, she was like, they're not my, they're not my parents. Actually, so people, yeah, they're her grandparents. So people kept pointing it out. So then the dude tries to get mad with people. He's like, well, they, actually, well, actually, they're, they're, they're not her parents. <laughs> I'm like, technically, you, you fucking idiot. Technically, actually, they're not her parents. Oh, we got new joiners. Dominic yeah, Rivera, Jamel. what up? Jamel, Jamel Dotson. Chris Man. Christopherson, I loved you in Convoy. Uh, that's, that's Wayne Beats. That? That's oh, Wayne, Wayne Beats. Wayne Beats. Oh, Beats. He did the beat. Yeah, he did the intro. <laughs> yeah. uh, like, Petey so, needs some beats. Yeah, I do. <laughs> it's, shit I do. Like, it's shit like that. It's like, why do you keep hammering this home? And why are you so defiant about it after she tells you that they're her parents? Actually, why are you so defiant yeah. about this? Because you got to win. Fucking. Everyone's trying to get their win. Let it, let the it go. They're trying to get their little victory. They're trying to get their W. What you know what it comes to is like. Remember back in the days when we would be watching. Let's say we're watching an Aikman years ago. <laughs> not, not not even five years ago. You're watching you're watching football, and Aikman, Andy's favorite, says something stupid, <laughs> and you go, "What the fuck, man? Heck of a play." Now you can you can talk shit about that to the world. Right. So it's not just you sitting on your couch anymore. It's what the what the yeah. fuck, man? And then yeah. you can send a tweet out and say that and say that. For good and for bad though. Mm-hmm. But you can say that people try to come after Gabby Douglas because she didn't cross her heart over her chest during the national anthem, which you don't have to do. Oh. By the way, uh the things that people do put their hand on their heart for the Pledge of Allegiance. You don't have to do that either. Yeah, no. there's no law. In fact, right. they don't mean anything. You don't if have you to. You can't do... not put it on. Right. It's and if it if you had to do it, it would sort of defeat the purpose of what the pledge yeah. is trying to say. That's right. You got the freedom to not do it. You know, you're pledging yeah. allegiance anyway is is uh, sort of goes against the freedoms you're supposed to have in this country. But the national anthem. I mean, when I go if I go to a baseball game or something, if I'm wearing a let's say I'm wearing a hat, a Nationals hat. You know, they're like, please remove your hats. Like, I don't want to, yeah. but I'll do it out of just the basically the peer pressure of it. Yeah, I don't even necessarily care to stand. Like, I'm just like, whatever. I'll just sit here. But everyone's doing it. See if I can get up and do it. It doesn't mean anything. It's just a, it's a shared experience, a symbolic yeah. gesture. But it's only symbolic. It doesn't mean anything. Doesn't make you yeah. a patriot. Put it no, that way. It doesn't. Of course not. And Jamel said it's not like she raised a fist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who would do that? Yeah, I can't who imagine do anybody that? doing that. You know, and then black girls going after Gabby Douglas about her hair. You know, oh, I didn't see any of that. That was Twitter. They were like, oh, look at look at her hair, her hair. I'm like, listen, bitch. <laughs> she, what was wrong she, with her hair? Nothing. It what was wrong? It wasn't in up their to black mind. girl. Standish. It wasn't neat. And it tidy. wasn't neat enough. She pulled it oh. back. She's she. Well, her edges weren't. Straight. You understand? She's flipping on a on a uh, block of wood that's three inches wide. Yeah. She has other things to worry about. But right. go run a mile and see what your hair looks like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know? you know. And then the uh, Simone Manuel said mentioned something about Black Lives Mattering. How it, it matters. It matters that. Now it matters that a black girl wins a swimming event. It ma- it matters, it's you know, dumb. because she was like because of everything that's happening. So Actually, people, so people went after her. How dare she say that? I'm like, well, the fact that she's the only one, and then if you know the history of why black people don't swim, I know the history of it. That's why I don't, I don't make that stupid joke. 
that black people don't swim because I know the history of why black people don't swim. So that's why I don't make It's I, because they're not buoyant? That's exactly why. <laughs> they're not buoyant. They're less buoyant. <laughs> you know, my little brother says she just basically worked out for a couple of hours. Her hair going to be messed up. Goddamn right. Right. Uh, black people don't swim because white people wouldn't allow black people to swim. That's and if true. you showed up at a pool, you might get killed. Yep. White black people have been beaten out of the ocean. They show video on real sports of black people. Beginning. This is when Cullen Jones actually won because he started a swim program for inner city youth. Right. They show video from Miami Beach. They were beating black people out of the ocean. They didn't want them swimming in the ocean with them. The right. big ass ocean. You can't be in the same Which ocean. Which is full of like turtle shit. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it's not. On the low end turtle yeah. shit. There's all kinds of shit. <laughs> yeah. They, they shit in there. <laughs> yeah. All those fish that you see are shitting. Shitting in that water. Shitting, pissing, coming. Right. They're, oh, they come all over the place. You it's, know, they threw acid in pools, as Pepper is reminding us. They threw acid in pools to make people stay yeah. out of the water. So it's easier as a black and parent in New York, when your kids uh, say, yeah, they change Going the out to the system. beach, going out to Long Island and stuff, they the overpasses, they lowered them so buses were too tall to make that drive. So people couldn't get on a bus, people who needed buses, All right. and go to the beach in New York. So right. it kept out basically wow. un- poor people right. slash minorities. Yeah. I read something. I didn't know. So what, let me finish this thought. No, so as ahead. a black parent, it's easier to tell your child... Uh, when your child says, Mama, can we go swimming? Oh, you know we all swim. It's easier just to say that than to tell your child, listen, half of this country will kill you if you go there. Possibly. They definitely don't want you there. And they're going to see to it that you can't be there. So I'm not going to subject you to that. That's why we're not doing this today. Right? It's easier just to say, you know, you know we don't swim, baby. It's yeah, easy just to say right. that. Yeah. So once again, white supremacy has stunted off a whole group. Imagine all the athletes that we lost to swimming, mm. that, that the swimming program were not able to take advantage of. Yeah. And you put it down to, well, they're just not as buoyant. Really? <laughs> really? Because this girl was this girl gunned people from the back. She's probably got some white in her. Yeah, there you go. You know, I mean, most likely. <laughs> there you most go. Most likely. Actually, she's 40% yeah. white. Yeah. yeah. No, I read that what Dorothy Dandridge they drained the, drain the whole pool because she, she put her, her toe, toe in the stuck fucking her toe thing? in it out of defiance. She put her toe. Did in she it have like it. a toe fungus or something? Yeah, toe fungus. <laughs> I mean, like, was there some other issue? Black skin. Underlying you know. that. So think of all the Yellow all toenail. the swimming stars we lost that we that weren't able to horrible. You know, weren't able to go and dominate behind the, behind that nonsense. And then when you talk, when you say it. When you say it, which is the worst thing, when you say it, people, no, actually. Where I lived, yeah. black kids swam. There was it really so the everywhere they swam. <laughs> yeah, the my one? experience is all experiences. You know, I can swim. My brother can swim. Um, my father can swim, and my daughter swims now. We've been making her go to swimming lessons. My little brother says I can swim my ass off, but I sink like a rock. It's because you got fucking three percent body fat, you <laughs> muscular ass motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> That's muscle doesn't float. Muscle don't float. We all know that. <laughs> I don't. I don't float very well either. It's That's hard for me I, to float. That's why these swimmers are all lean. Yeah, they don't. They don't, they don't pack on muscle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, big motherfucker. It's just been a lot of. It's, it's been a lot of black excellence. What's up, Aaron? How you doing? A lot of black excellence. At these Olympics, and I I tweeted at NBC. I was like, "How are you gonna not cover? How are you gonna not show the black athletes now, baby? Track and field's coming. If you're stuck, what you gonna do? You gonna show old old hockey games? What it's you gonna, gonna be do? that Australian in eighth place? <laughs> you're gonna hear all about that dude's parents, his upbringing, his childhood, all the hardship. Remember the Blade Runner? 
Yes. Fucking murder. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah. Pistorius. <laughs> Let's focus. Uh, screw Usain Bolt. Let's focus on this guy. He's got no feet. <laughs> yeah, they're going to show everything, you know. So the sprinting is about to start up. Good. They're doing the, they do long runs right now. You know, yeah, when's the sprinting? Like in the next day or two? Probably next couple of days. That's you should all try in. to hold that up for the weekends. Yeah, uh-huh. that's like prime time shit right yeah, there. The sprint, cause sprinting is great. The yeah. 100 to 200, the relay, all that shit. Right now so, they're doing, I mean, they did the 400, I think, yesterday, which is just one time around the track. Yeah. The, the record's like 43 seconds, which is unbelievable when you think about wow. running yeah. around the track once yeah. in 43 yeah. seconds. The 400. Yeah. yeah. They were doing that. So I guess they're, they start long and they start with the big distances and then yeah. they narrow it down. My brother said women started last night. I know women started because, like I said, the black chick won the, uh, won the shot. They were doing heptathlon yesterday, too. The heptathlon, really? I did. Yeah, I, I went past that a little bit. That's the women's, good. yeah, well, yeah well, women's heptathlon. Yeah, that's yeah. good. Seven events over two days. Mark said the hundred started last. Do they night. literally get seventy percent of the events at the decathlon? That's yeah, seven out of ten. Yeah, yeah. Seven so that's that is the inequality. <laughs> yeah, seven out of ten events. <laughs> <laughs> seven out of ten. Seven out of ten events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> seven out of ten. Yeah. Uh, so the, the girl won. I guess her daddy had trained her. Uh, she's throwing shot. Right. Big girl. She she just her third Olympics. She took fifteenth in the first one, ninth in the second one, and she won this one. So she's steadily progressed every year. Shot is one of those things. that's about technique a lot. Yeah, it's all form. Yeah, technique and form. Torquing your body just right, yeah. the right and, angle coming yeah. off your hand, and generating power. So it's one. You got to be pretty big to do it, right? She's a big girl. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, I saw the picture. She's a pretty girl. She she runs. She has a uh, cosmetics line that she does. Oh no, she's a licensed cosmetologist. Oh, and she does cool. a cosmetics line as well as. So is she like shouting out her cosmetics line? She like, said point blank. She was like, listen, <laughs> I like to look good while I'm doing this. I don't want to be out here looking crazy. Right. <laughs> she said point blank. Right. She had her face was all made Somebody up. tell Gabby Douglas to come to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody's talking about their shot girl. And I said she was serious. The girl she beats like a 6'4 monster <laughs> who took the took the bronze. Oh, really? Yeah. From where? I don't know. I think one of the, one of the, I need me Tonga. Oh really? Yeah. Wow! You see the Tongan, the Tongan dude. That's came their in? second medal ever. I yeah. looked them up. The Tongan dude. It might be one of, it might be one of those Olympic history. But they've got a couple intercontinental belts. Yeah, uh, the yeah, the Tongans. Uh, yeah. The Tongans. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's been a it's been a good Olympics for the U.S. so far. You know who's killing it is Leslie Jones. Yeah, I saw that she's there now. People were like, uh, it's it's so it was kind of funny to me. People were like, uh, oh my god. Leslie Jones was so good on Twitter, NBC gave her a job. I'm like, no, she already works for NBC. Yeah, she works for NBC. It's, they're cross-promoting. Yeah. They're, she is, her paychecks are from NBC. Yeah. It's publicity yeah. to get yeah. an SNL star yeah. in Rio and make it a, a big thing out yeah. of it. Yeah. Granted, maybe it was her popularity on Twitter early on. Well, that's on what did it. That did it. it. popularity on Twitter. But it's not like they, NBC already gave her a job. Yeah. She knows them. Yeah. Like they know who's this Leslie Jones girl. Yeah. Uh, maybe they did. Maybe like who's this Leslie Jones they girl? They might have. Oh, she works for us. What? Where? <laughs> did she was uh, she clean out the, the trash or something? Or? Exactly. <laughs> you know. So they, they sent her they sent her over there. Uh openly cursing in front of children on her videos. Yeah, oh, it's hilarious. I saw I, I started following her on Twitter. The, when she went into the uh the, track. the bike the bike racing. I started following her on Twitter just because of all this. And yeah. like, yeah, she's like this bike, this short track or whatever. Peloton, it is. yeah. And she just walks in. What the fuck is this? There's a child standing <laughs> right there. Hilarious. It's a little girl. What the fuck have I walked into? What is this? Roller derby on bikes? <laughs> 
Now, so, maybe the girl doesn't speak English. It's hilarious. Girl. It's a child in frame. Hilarious. What the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. She's funny. And she's a big she's a big soccer or uh, volleyball person. So they right. she that Amy sent me some video of where she got to go meet Carrie Walsh and her partner. Uh, the two girls that are playing volleyball, the beach volleyball. The beach oh, volleyball. Okay. She's been hyping them up, but they've been talking back and forth on Twitter. Come on, girl, we need you to hype us up. And uh, she was like, y'all go get it. So now she got to meet them face to face. Oh, nice. Fuck yeah. So she's been going to watching them play. And yeah. She had some funny shit after the, after the Olympic, after the, 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 uh, the gymnastics team won. And Bob Costas was interviewing the girls, uh-huh. and it's her watching Bob Costas. Right. And she's like, what the fuck are you asking them, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Ask these girls something good, Bob. What the fuck, Bob? <laughs> that was funny, too. Uh, yeah. You know, it's the cussing that makes that sets it over the top. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think my favorite gymnast is the little Latin girl. I don't really know who's that. What's her name? You know her name? She is the little... I don't know them. I just know the ones, the Simone Biles and Gabby Douglas. The little Latin. I just know whatever I've seen on Facebook. Ah, oh, fuck. I mucked up, man. Well, you know what's, what's bothersome about Facebook these days is, all, you know, these these 45-second videos that have just text on the screen? Uh-huh. That, you know, they autoplay when you're watching. It's all... It's basically a bunch of little tiny after-school specials mm-hmm. scrolling by on your Facebook feed. A lot of inspirational, like, they said it couldn't be done. Yeah. And then, like, cut to some footage or something and then some other words on the screen. Like, I don't want to just keep watching after-school specials yeah. every time I scroll. You can you can disable autoplay. Which, yeah. Which you, I do on my phone when I'm not on Wi-Fi. Really? It needs up your data, yeah. That one in the center. Oh, okay. Hernandez. Yeah, what's her name? Hernandez? Yeah. She, she, Are there any white girls or... That little lone one right there. Really? She's Jewish. Well, she's white. We'll they, take her. They brought this little white girl in to do one event. She's there specifically for the one event. Oh. The, uh, parallel bars. Okay. They brought her in specifically for that. Really? Did she dominate? She did well on it. and she Yeah, but she's not as good as Simone. Nobody's as good as... Okay, so Simone is Jordan. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is vying for who's second. Right. You know. So wait, the one on the right's Latin or is she white? The last there goes PD right there. Hey, what up, man? How are you? Yeah, no. The one on the the one on the right is uh, uh, Jim Jewish. She's the oldest. Jewish. She's actually you can actually man, feel like decent her. about lusting after her. Mm-hmm. She's twenty four, I think. How about Blondie? Oh, they're kids. The rest of them are kids. Oh, really? They're, they're all like children. Yeah, they're, they're children. Uh, she's twenty. <laughs> she's twenty four. The other three are kids. Yeah, I like twenty four. Yeah. She <laughs> the little Latin girl I like because she's she's uh, she's sassy. It's a firecracker. She just does little cutesy shit. Like she went out to do her floor exercise and she got into her starting pose. And uh-huh. then she winked. She winked at the judges. Really? Shit, shit like she does shit like See, that. She, she like, winked at the judges. Yeah. Big ears. Before she started. Yankees cap. Yeah. Big ears. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to tell you, Poppy. She's from. Uh, she's from Jersey. You know. Okay. Well, there you go. And there was I another was one. Right. Like she was getting ready to get on the uh, the the balance beam. And she was talking to herself, and they had a close-up on her face. And she goes, "I got." Uh, she goes, "I got this." She just said that, and that that there's your commercial right there. Yeah, right, I got this. her just mouthing, Boom. "I got this." That's your commercial, right? Whoever I think Under Armour sponsors them. <laughs> that that's your commercial. Brought to you by Zika. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Ask your doctor. 
about Zika treatments. You know, people like this. I like the little, little cute shit she's doing. You know, like they were all trying to do. If they lost, though, man, she'd be getting roasted. Oh, yeah. If she uh-huh. fucked up after she, like, winked. Yeah. yeah. Go, oh, you, you got you to focus on the right things. You got to yeah. play the right way. Yeah. Be yeah. a blue collar, lunch pail gymnast. Mm-hmm. Like the little Humility. white gymnast here. Humility. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that, they're gonna that relegate Nancy, her. Not Tanya. Next Olympics, she's gonna be the one on the ribbons. <laughs> yeah, the shit that no one cares about. Yeah, go do ribbons, winking girl. No one gives yeah. a fuck about. I'll throw the ball up and then do a do tumbling and then catch the ball. Good yeah. for you, a forward I think they're roll. Still competing in the individuals. Things. I think they they've each kind of want to go. They're so head and shoulders above the rest of the world. It's fucking yeah. ridiculous. They're head and shoulders above all the other four foot eight girls. Right. Yeah. Right. There's a girl from Brazil who's like four four. Yeah, they stunt their growth. Uh, they, it's 4-4. Four, four. They don't feed them and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, when's the last time girls US women's gymnastics didn't get gold? Was it last time? No, they did last time. They, they did they get did. it. They've got okay. two. But what they is, is, this girl's like a three-time world champion, Simone Boss. She's far and She's probably going to go down in history as the greatest gymnast of all time. All these smiling wow. girls are starving to death in these pictures. <laughs> you got to understand that. They won't let them eat. They, they don't eat with the other... Uh, athletes is Simone better than like Mary Lou or Nadia? Yeah, or, she's yeah. more accomplished. Wow, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's just well, she's young. It's a power. It's she has she's more young. power, mm-hmm. more speak. You know, that's a, those black muscles. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Some it some is. Italian gymnast said uh, these two Italian gymnasts oh. said she dominated. They were like, well, because we just have to paint our skin black now. <laughs> Because they, they think, oh, she's only there because she's black. I'm like, well, you could do that. Try it. Or you could just beat her. Yeah. You could just get better right. and beat her. You could just stop your bitching, get better and beat uh, her. Oh, sorry, you can't? Oh. Well, I mean, what were they were they, uh, were they they throwing shade? Like, did she yes. beat them directly? Well, they were, were they, like, like sixth yeah. place or oh, okay. something. So yeah. they weren't they even close. Like totally no, this is not the world championship she'd be in. I don't even think these bitches made it to the, in the By the time they got to the Olympics, they didn't even make it in the finals. Yeah. Well, so they didn't even come in right <laughs> no. behind her. Yeah. Right. She she dominates so, them. A lot of girls would so they have make to be like Hope Scholar, uh, Hope Solo look scholarly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, and then what they'll say is, "Oh, it's a language barrier, bitch." No one ain't. <laughs> no one ain't. Esteroida. <laughs> well, Gabby Douglas's thing is that she is uh, she's just old. She's twenty. For for gymnastics, and this is her time. Her time was passed. It's time for her to pass the torch. Yeah, she they're all the old and they're like girl. twenty something. They get like surgeries on their ankles and yeah. knees, and they're she not- didn't qualify for the all around, which you know Simone won. Right, and then the little Jewish girl took second in the all around. You know, they just. I saw that dude snap his leg on the vault. Did you see that shit? The first day, the male gymnast, he did the vault thing yeah, and it came horrific. down. And his leg did the. Thing where it just bended the wrong. Mark is saying that was from 2012, and they were talking about Gabby. No, man, that's also from 2015 World Games, talking about Simone too. It goes on and on and on. Are you talking about the black skin thing? <laughs> yeah, the black skin. Yeah. So they, they they used that joke twice. Twice, two two different <laughs> black girls because they got beat by black by two different black women. Right. Guess, Shit, it's happening again. I guess we we, we, should, we had this idea three years ago. We didn't do it. We should yeah. paint our skin black this time. It blew that fucking leg out, man. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, you know. Then there's a video of him walking already. Yeah, well, he blew his other leg out the same way, like yeah. three years ago or something. Yeah, he just has brittle shins. Well, once you get stress fracture, I've had stress fracture in your shin. They fucking hurt. Yeah, and then your shin is you have a crack in your shin. <laughs> yeah, you know. Hence, stress fracture. Well, maybe you should have painted his shin black. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if he had done that. Just, yeah. <laughs> Brandon said there was a lady recording the snap. She looked away while she was recording it. She looked away, but she kept recording. Good. <laughs> That's Andy what you're supposed to, to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, oh, I saw I saw the video of it. I didn't want to watch. It. I, I although I ended up watching because it, it popped up in my Instagram. Yeah, feed. it was a it was an autoplay video on Facebook. Yeah, <laughs> it just fucking happened right in front of me. Yeah, I'm trying to like read some comments or something. And here's this guy snapping his leg in front. Yeah, of me. you're like holy shit. <sighs> yeah, it was not cute. <laughs> it was not cute. I put some blades on. Just- I've missed boxing. I don't know where the hell it's at. <laughs> um. I haven't heard anything about boxing. I haven't seen anything about boxing. My buddy is a Golden Gloves guy in New York, and he was telling me it wasn't so many great people up for boxing this Unless year. Unless the pro the program sucks. Mm-hmm. Apparently, a weightlifter dislocated his elbow. Yeah, that's that, else, that happens usually every uh, every Olympics. Every Olympics later on, Wayne because you got to get back to the beats. Yeah, Wayne beats. It, it happens every Olympics. Somebody tries to throw the weight up, and the elbow goes the wrong way, and then the weight comes crashing down. I saw the fencing thing where like someone's cell phone fell out of their suit. Yeah. Hey, what up, James Greggs? This yeah. baby. So yeah, I saw that. <clears throat> saw that. If you're if you're like if you're fencing and your cell phone falls out of your suit yeah. at the Olympics, why are you carrying? Your cell phone you, well, when well, you pick it up though. You you kind of you check your notifications. Yeah. You know, you, like, I guarantee, like, oh, sorry, whoops, oh, oh, I got a text. Hold on a second. You know they check something important. You know that's fencer because that's such a boring sport. You got to have your phone on you. There's a lot of just sitting around watching people. It, it takes like three seconds per round. It's yeah. There's nothing to it. How long they train for fencing? It's not even Long-time, a summer man. sport. It's an indoor sport. Yeah. yeah. Like all this shit. It's not a, so. I guarantee the person had their. I, they all have their phones underneath. They're probably they're probably checking their phones all the time. Mm-hmm. I guarantee they check their notifications. Where do you where do you rate Michael Phelps as far as Olympians for you? Oh, I don't know. He's up there. I don't really. Because I don't think been, I know that much about this has it. Been going around all week. Is, is he the greatest Olympian ever? He could be. I mean, he's what, no, 20, 27 medals. Yeah, yeah I don't. I don't gold. know how to how to judge it. Well, there's a, they keep score about, with medals. Yeah, so. if it's just medals, then yeah. 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 If, if it's, it's just medal medals, count. I don't know if I put it at just medals for me personally. He's definitely the greatest swimmer in history. Well, right. And now yeah. un- until Katie Ledecky passes him because uh, she's right. she's unbeatable. Well, it's a longevity record, though. A lot of people, they burn yeah. out when they're 28 or right. whatever. So, you know, he ain't Dan or Dave, though. <laughs> right. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I, that's, that's another thing is like, it's yeah, it's different strokes, but it's still ultimately just swimming. Um, heptathlon. Jackie Joanna Kersey's one of the best athletes I've ever seen. How, she won a shit ton of medals, yeah. right? Twelve or something. <laughs> yeah, Jackie Joanna Kersey. So, um, Will Bond said Carl Lewis was the greatest athlete he's ever seen personally. Well, Carl Lewis also did it into, into his thirties, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, for me, I don't he also like had a great musical career. Yeah, great. Great singing, great singing career. Wonderful, wonderful artist. <laughs> was he the one that sung the national anthem yeah, and stunk it up in that yeah. video? Yeah. Here's my problem that. with, I don't like the... the, the and he also no- threw out a first pitch that was awful. Awful. <laughs> Very specialized skill. Yeah, I don't like the, the no defense coming back at you. Like, are you a more dominant athlete than, say, Ray Leonard? I think he fought five times Yeah. in, in, in the, the Olympics. Olympics. Yeah, he did. You know. Well, and also so. sports like boxing, you're not going to be an Olympian into your late 20s and early 30s because right. you go pro. You There's go no pro. Michael Phelps can't go pro. There's nowhere to go. There's no so. pro swimmer circuit um, out there. Tennis, I mean, you know, you can go pro, and then yeah. you're 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 not focused that much on the Olympics. You might win, you might lose. It's not that big a deal to you. Yeah. So I would say 
not knowing enough about swimming, I would say he's he's got to be the most dominant swimmer in history. Well, yeah, for sure. Has to be. For not sure. Even a question. I don't think there's any question about like that. Like I said, unless Ledecky, as James is saying, she's not sure he's going to Ledecky. Well, she got her first ones at like 15 last Olympics, right? And then committed to Stanford, and now she's, you know, dominating this one. Yeah. She's 19 now, right? She's got another one coming. I mean, if she stays yeah. in shape. Two more, maybe. You know? So. Beat her record the by thing, 11 To me, like seconds. I said, the thing to do would be to just start paring down what you do and just get down to like one event. I guess. But then you can't be the greatest in history. Yeah, right, if, right. If you have you're to, going you have off to dominate all. The, you have to dominate all these all these disciplines. That's the thing. That that's what makes you the greatest in history. Yeah. Is that you? You can win in a bunch of different yeah. events. As a po- I don't know. I don't know. I mean, is he as good an athlete as uh, Dan? Dan from Dan and Dave fame? Yeah, is he as good an athlete as him? Oh, he's better than Dan. I don't know if he's yeah. as good as Dave. Which one was the good <laughs> Which one? Which one was the good one? I think uh, Dan was the Dan good one. Dan lost and Dave advanced. Dave's the honky. He advanced. <laughs> okay, so the black, well, the, the well, brother, Dan, I don't think the brother even He did. Qualified. He came back, no, but he came back and won the next Olympics. The next Olympics. Oh, okay. He, he hung in all four yeah. years. Because the first time we seen him was Super Bowl twenty two, right? And the ads with the, the Redskins, yeah, the yeah, Reebok yeah. He ads. Didn't, yeah. He didn't make the final. And then the other They one, both fucked up. Yeah, they both fucked yeah. up a little bit. But then he came back and he won the next one. Because the pressure was off him at that point. Here's yeah. the Carl Lewis national anthem, by the way. Now, only excerpts. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem. Oh god. Alright, are we all ready? We'll play this whole thing, Andy. Uh, only excerpts. Good start. Oh, Jesus. Good start, Carl. <laughs> oh, say can you see and the rockets red That's Uh-oh. That's him singing. Yeah. I'll make up for it now. I'll make no, up you won't. for it now. No, you won't. No, he's playing it, James. Oh, he went low. <laughs> and the people are laughing. <laughs> he actually said, uh-oh. Yes, he did. Uh-oh. Yeah. I'm going to make up for it now. He no, said, uh-oh. <laughs> no, you're not. He actually said, uh-oh. Wipe out. Oh, God. This might be the uninterrupted version. Oh, we don't need to. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> no, it's not. This is, this is. He started off so strong. No, he didn't. I mean, didn't in comparison. And the rockets. The rockets. <laughs> <laughs> He's stroking Uh-oh. out. He's stroking. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, the land the free. Oh, he, he chickened out on that one. Pepper wants yeah. to know what's up with my laugh. I don't know. It's just how I laugh. Who told him he could sing? Wah, wah. <laughs> I don't you got to rehearse that. So somebody had to listen to him and be like, yeah, go ahead and do that, dog. Maybe he was just, maybe he was sick. Maybe he was having a bad day. Sure. His voice. You know, normally he could hit those high notes. But just on that particular day, he didn't have it. Here's a serious one about the swim. Where are we at? About hour 50? Hour 21. Here's a serious one about the swimming that I found. Um, there's this swimmer uh, girl and her husband. Let me see if I can get the thing right because I don't want to. I don't want to. Um, Olympic swimmer? Yeah. Her husband's also a swimmer? No, he's her coach. Oh, is that the one where he was like yelling at her or some shit? Yes. Swimmer and husband. I can't think of his name. I can't think of their names. But I want to abusive sure. husband. Right. I trains sure champion. I right. I think that's her. 
And there was a big thing about it because the announcer gave him the credit. And there's the man that's responsible. Yeah, I saw some of that. Also, those Facebook after school specials. I saw some of those. Like, women are not being given the credit for winning medals. Right. Thank you, Facebook after school special. Responsibility. Maybe I can find it. Yeah. I, can't I, don't, I don't remember their names. Fucking names. Yeah. Okay, so it goes like this. So she won. Here's the thing is before she raced, I read the I read this long piece about them. Uh-huh. Uh, this long piece about them, and they were saying that before they got together, well, first of all, he's borderline abusive. Everybody pretty much says that. He walks right up to the line? Right, yeah. But apparently it seems to work for them, and nobody can, can see him beating the shit out of her, but he is borderline abusive, like mentally with her. But I guess A lot of coaches are. Are anyway. Mm. I mean, if it's your wife, you think you'd act, you would treat her differently, but yeah. Bella Caroli was that way. Yeah. She, says, was she says that when they're together, they're, you know, it's not like this, and he's, but when we compete, and then he, he understands me, and he motivates me. Before before they got together, she was not. She went to the Olympics and she didn't win. She did very well, and then she flamed out in the Olympics. When they got together, he completely changed the way she trains and competes. He right. changed everything. He personally changed everything about it. He cut back on her training time and upped her competition time. So the thing, I guess, the thing to do is I don't know how this works in the swimming world, but you don't put that much emphasis on competition it's a lot of training 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 then a couple competitions a year he just had her competing all the time right and she started winning a lot a lot a lot a lot a lot she would go like do like the pickup races at the community pool yeah she would just go i got next beat some kid in the pool (laughs) so because he did that it completely revolutionized the way that she trained the way everything and she started winning okay she started winning she said she gives him all the credit she said that because he changed everything about ab- everything about what she did. So when everybody was all upset about this, I was like, well, I don't know how sexist that is actually to say that when that seems to be the case. There is a thing as an athlete of when you're with the right coach, the right coach can completely turn you around and completely change everything about you and completely turn you into a champion. Those things are said all the time. Yes. Mm-hmm. I've got to give my coach all the credit. Right. It's not It's not even necessarily right. Olympic. It's everything. It's football. It's basketball. Well, I've seen it the other way. In uh, Okay, in boxing, there's a, there's a fighter named James Kirkland. All right. His trainer is Ann Wolfe. Mm. Um, she's the only female trainer. She, she got him as a middleweight, and she turned him into a tank, particularly because of the way she trains him. That's it, hands down. There's no other thing. It's because of how she trains him. She trains him a certain way. She knows what to say to him to motivate him. She knows exactly what to do. She knows exactly what to say. He was knocking people out left and right. Right. He got pinched in some sort. He had a on a parole violation. He was carrying a gun. He got pinched. Oh, shit. So he went in. He got back out. When he got back out, they picked it back up. She started training. But in the in the meantime, everybody kept giving her all the credit. Right. And he got mad, and his ego wouldn't allow that, so he stopped training with her. And he got knocked out in his next three fights. Wow. Because he doesn't want to that train with her. That's a lot boxing. Like, it's, it's her. It's yeah. specifically her. Everybody in boxing said this. It's specifically her. Because of her, he's able to do these things. If wow. if she doesn't, if she's not with him, and she doesn't motivate him the right way, and she doesn't train underneath her training methods, he don't win. 
That has been made apparent because he has been knocked out three times. I've watched him get knocked out three times. Did he go back to her? No. After he this still last, hasn't gone back to her? After this last knockout, I don't know what, I don't know what he's not. He's probably back in jail again. I could see that happening. Right. How like, recent was this? Where The last one was probably about a year ago because oh, wow. they interviewed her, and she was like, I don't know what his problem is. If he should, hmm. if he wants to, I hope he wins. She was like, I hope he wins. Mm-hmm. But he got knocked out by Canelo Alvarez. And the guy's a the guy's a, a wrecking machine when he's with her. I say all that to say is this happens in other sports. I don't think it's sexist when the when the credit is to be given should be given. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know if I agree with the guy's method methodology, but I'm not the one he's doing it to. <laughs> well, it happens all the time where someone, let's say in the NBA, they get a coach and now now they have an M- MVP an season, yeah. and they say, well. I wasn't an MVP until this coach came along and he right. took, taught me how to be an MVP. Right. So they're giving, and granted, there's not, not a difference of, of genders there yeah. to complicate that. But yeah, it happens in sports like all the time right. where people give the credit, not just the athlete, but the actual commentators will right. give the credit to the coach because the athlete has said so in the past. Right. Right. And that's the thing about. In the Ann Wolf and James Kirkland situation, everybody was giving her the credit for it. Right. Because it's true. That's why he got mad. He got mad, and he didn't want to train with her. What about me? My guess is people were in his ear. Hey, man, that's you up in there doing all the fighting, and that's you. You're right. It is him in there doing the fighting. But if she's not there guiding him and helping him with it, particularly the guidance part of it, and pushing the right buttons, he can't do it. That is clear. Because he's been knocked smooth the fuck out. <laughs> okay. He says the last he got knocked out was Saul Alvarez in yeah. 2015. Yeah. And I watched that, that, f- that brought him to 32-2. and two. I watched that fight. And the only other loss is that the, was... Is that this? Yeah, Kirkland. The only other one was this Japanese guy, Nobuhiro Ishida. Yeah, that's a fight he should have won. Him. He should have won that fight easy. He should have won that fight easy. Boom. That was the first one he left her. Pow! Knocked out. <laughs> you know, that guy's gone. That guy doesn't even exist anymore. I'm, you should, yeah, yeah. It was Canelo. All his friends like you let a girl train you. What are you right, gay? That's right. right. It's that kind of that kind of dumb you. machismo bullshit. Hey man, you're winning. <laughs> so <laughs> don't fucking worry. You're gonna listen to that girl. You're fucking winning. You're winning big. She I don't even. Know you're winning. You're winning. She doesn't have a penis. Because there are times when in fights where he would get knocked down, he would get back to the corner, and she would say the right things. And he would go storm back out there and just, and just destroy pow. the guy. Yeah, and destroy the guy. Right. She, knew, she knew what to say to motivate him. You listen to a girl. You better listen to her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you get your ass handed <laughs> to you. I know you better listen to her. She's only lost one ever. 26. Yeah. She was fucking, she was a bruiser. They said she's the hardest puncher in the history of the sport. In female boxing, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's a video of her decapitating. I'll find it for you. Just decapitating this girl. That the real tall girl or whatever. Yeah, she knocks she knocks that tall girl into next week. And Wolf versus Vonda Ward. She came right up. Vonda Ward. Vonda Ward was the was the tall white chick she was fighting. Who walked right into a punch? <laughs> and never walked again. <laughs> she was done. Now you're gonna go down to history as a as a uh, a sports. But watch this. Now she's on the greatest knocks at knockouts compilation tape. Oh, she's wearing the Apollo Creed trunks yep. too, the tall girl. Watch this. 
She's not committing to a punch, by the way, which is probably smart. She would have been out sooner. Moving a bang. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was raucous. <laughs> she is gone. Holy shit. <laughs> but look at that white girl's boxer braids. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Aren't yeah. they good? Pretty cool. I didn't notice Pretty cool until new she style. hit the ground. <laughs> Pretty cool new style there. Oh, here you go. Okay, plug this in, Andy. <laughs> this we're talking about. This is her reaction to James getting knocked out. It's probably not going to be nice. <laughs> what is this? It's one of those. Uh, this is uh, Chris Christopherson's <laughs> intro to the box. Box boys here with the former trainer of James Kirkland, Miss Ann Wolf, legendary. Um, Ma'am, first of all, uh, what did you think of tonight's performance of James? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, he hurt him a couple of times. Okay, and um, in the relationship between you and um, James, a lot of people were wondering, uh, do y'all still talk? Terrible. Still kind Jesus. of a norm. No, Come talk to three guys on. I think they're zooming in on the video. Talk. People think we got a lot of beef or something, but we don't. James just didn't call me to train him for the fight. Okay, do you think anything could have been different? Maybe if he would have stuck with his original regiment um, up with you in Austin, Texas. I mean, if, if fans and butts was candy chairs and nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas, but it ain't. I'm still his manager, you know. I, I hate to see that happen to him, but there's what not if, much if I can say to butts. him. Or, or cherries and I mean, nuts. If fans and butts with chairs and butts. I still we all have, it would be Christmas? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. Hold on. What no, it makes some sense. country it's shit. If, if ands like and butts, we got to run that back. Whipped cream, cherries, and nuts. Whipped cream, cherries, and nuts. There's not much have been different maybe if he would have stuck with his original mm-hmm. regiment um up I with you it. in austin texas i mean if if fans and butts was candy cherries and nuts we'd all have a merry christmas but <laughs> candy cherries candy and nuts cherries and nut. we'd all have a merry christmas <laughs> how does that relate to christmas <laughs> means if excuses like if fans and butts were yeah. cherries if good and things right. like candy cherries and nuts we'd all have a merry christmas i think we'd all have a merry halloween yeah. like i don't know that like candy <laughs> I don't you know associate cherries, cherries, cherries and nuts with Christmas. I'm gonna need you to stop di- trying to dissect these <laughs> these down home folksy yeah. folksy homilies, <laughs> Andy Klein. <laughs> Actually, in the ring in his performance. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> All right. Um, well, That's what he asked her. What you see that you're still, you're you still his manager? Um, where do y'all go from here? What, what kind of talks do you you know when you sit down and talk with him after this is all over? I don't really talk to him because he fired me, but. I thought you were still his manager. Fired him as a trainer. do a lot of soul searching with the good Lord. (laughs) And I'm not going to, I told you so, laugh in his face. That's just not who I am or what I am. I really, truly wish he would have won even without me in the corner. I wish I could have been proven wrong. Yeah, okay, and that's something that a lot of critics and fans, they kind of persuade them to pick Canelo overwhelmingly as the, the switch of trainers. Um, so what's your take on all that, seeing that it was such a big deal with his changing of trainers and before the biggest fight of his career? Just He's asking the same questions over mm-hmm. and over again. We get it, dude. If, if fans and butts were candy cherry nuts, we'd all have a Merry Christmas, but it ain't. I'm going to say that once in my life and be correct. <laughs> Die a happy man. I love that. <laughs> it's just a lot of shit that go that doesn't really go together. It just rhymes. But it went together because it rhymes. Yeah, but it ain't. So I say that. I say that to say that that um, you know I don't really have a problem with with the announcer. People immediately leapt on it's sexist. I'm like I don't think I don't think it is. I think it is the truth. 
I think if he's not there it, before before he was there, she wouldn't win it. He got there, she started winning. There's right. a reason. And by the way, if it should come out, how about this? He's a he comes from a weightlifting background, and all of a sudden she starts winning. Like talking about steroids? Immediately, I'm suspicious. Performance enhancing drugs. fucking swimming, man. I'm immediately suspicious. Also, that explains his yelling. Yeah. <laughs> if he's always on steroids. Uh, I don't get suspicious. So if she fails a drug, <laughs> if she fails a drug test, he gonna get blamed. He right. should, by the way. I'm not even saying he shouldn't. He right. should. And she should take some of the blame, too, because she she did the thing. Well, if people are saying she should get all the credit for doing the swimming or whatever, then she should get all the blame for all doing the, the drugs. Blame, shouldn't she? She right? won't. Yeah. You know? So... I don't. Uh, this man was a bad influence. Yeah, and that's yes what people would say. Bad I'd be man. Like, well, you're a bad man. You're a bad man. <laughs> you're a bad, bad man. <laughs> Where are we at? Hour thirty-four. Yeah, another, sport, another sport story. Oh, we got to get out on. No, this. we got to get out on this. Yeah. Listen, people. Thanks so much for coming to today's podcast. I hope we didn't ramble around too much and not talk about nothing. We did talk about some Olympics, though. Some. You come on back on Thursday. We'll be talking about a kid getting his head taken off. Uh, the black college debate. I definitely want to talk about that. I want. I also want to talk about the uh, Baltimore um, police report. I've been kind of saving that one, so we can talk about that a little bit. Uh, why am I talking so quietly? Well, if Baltimore police were candy, cherries, and nuts, we don't have a Merry Christmas. Yeah, but they're it. not, so but we don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, and the pl- the blogger about her white daughter's marriage to a black man, that bitch. All she's right, trying. so she's, come on back she's on Thursday. Petey, give me your stuff. Oh, yeah, Stillborn DC, S-T-E-E-L-E-B-O-R-N-D-C on Twitter and Instagram. Check out Stillborn FM. There is a newer episode with Andy and yeah. we'll have Randolph on very soon I, I promise did it two you weeks know. ago yeah let me know yep uh, thanks guys for uh, if any of you popped into the shows that I late I late posted thank you I really appreciate you guys coming through and I'm sure Andy you got anything coming uh, nothing big until October I'm at the yeah. DC Improv October 6th through 8th with Judah Friedlander Judah so Andy's going to get that. him on the podcast am I oh shit I, I'm going to try to get him on the podcast yeah. maybe we'll do a, a Randolph Terrence interview and by try that means he Andy will have to actually ask him yeah hey Judah um, which he doesn't like doing well yeah. I know I worked with Judah before and uh, there were his family was there both nights. See, he's already and uh, you know it's just not really you don't get the opportunity to I'll take sit down. No, I'm talking about sitting down in the green room and doing it <laughs> yeah. like you did with DC Benny. Yeah, we would do it. We did it. We did it a couple times. We did it with uh, Atel. Atel. It's just a matter of whether he wants to do other things between shows. Yeah. That's all. You just gotta ask. <laughs> Way out. Well, uh, where's Finesse Mitchell today? You know, finesse. I knew, I didn't ask finesse because I don't so really there. have anything to talk with finesse about. I have stuff that I want to talk with Andy about, with uh, Judah about. The thing about finesse is that I know finesse is going to see all kinds of people. It's not even a, right. Not even a question. <laughs> not even a question. So listen, come on back. Uh, check out finesse Mitchell if you get a chance. He's great. He's very funny. He's a good dude. Uh, thanks so much for listening to us today on the podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And I guess that is it. Let's get out. I'm Randolph Terrence. I'm Andy Klein. Petey Steele. We have three guys on. And we are out. Yeah.